everybody, this is Eric from EFP, Phylactery Session 3 Precast. Probably going to run in an hour, family's in town. Uh, I did prep a little bit on Saturday. I'm just going to dive into this. Let's, let's see what I can come up with for today's session. So today I have to run my third session of this new setting, which I still am coming up with a name for. I'm not quite sure what to do. Uh, I have a couple names, but nothing is sticking yet. I think I really need a session back in the City of Courts to kind of figure out the name. I've thought about calling it the City of Courts, um, but I'm afraid that it's too close to the cities of, City of Doors from Planescapes, even though I don't, it's not similar at all. So... Yeah, um, today I'm going to, the group is traveling down the mountain, they have to get back to High Cloud Spire, and I think I want High Cloud Spire to be under attack. I think it's going to be like a gargoyle assault, but I don't want it to happen right away, uh, but I need to give them the urgency to get back. I mean, we have one, two party members that are not, that have not met the three members that work for the courts. One works for the courts, she's been sneaking around, which is Iris. And then Ian's character, the druid, um, name is eluding me, Corthion, I think is what it is. He is nowhere to be seen either because he was an ape and they don't know it. So they're on their way back and I need to get them there and make them move a little quicker. So with the assault, I think since Callan is from High Cloud Spire, I'm going to have him see this whirlwind-like magical maelstrom kind of encasing the spire because high cloud spire literally goes from the ground through the clouds it's a training area for third siblings uh, or third borns for families and it's a monastery with an abbey around it i think like seven thousand people is what i'm going to do so i want that to be going down and i want him to know that that is a signal that they're getting assaulted or attacked uh, once they are there i want everyone to be pulled into the spire and the four surrounding towers that are much smaller like six to eight floors and then in the teleportation tower, which is the Court of Hound runs the teleportation circle there. I think that's where there's going to be a group of people gathered. Now I want the characters to get there. So in order to make them do this, they need to get in with Vratsax, the marked gargoyle guy. They need to bring the actual gargoyle and they have manacles. And there's no way the city's going to trust. So if no one's in the city streets, they just got to get past guards. That should work pretty well. Once in the tower, which they're either going to go to the spire or the other one, and I'll make sure it leads back to the teleportation because they're waiting for the reinforcements to come because two days have happened. Third day, there should be reinforcements. And I think since the gargoyles that are here used to be the Court of Eye, I'm going to say they've retained some magical properties, and they know that these people are being teleported in because they're the best diviners. That's what the Court of Eye does. So if that's the case... I can have these gargoyles just coming in, like making their way in. Maybe they're trying to gargoyle a couple people from each court. So I'll need one from the court of Hound, maybe. And I think the teleportation is going to be like the four dead bodies to reinforcement. And then these gargoyles. And I'm going to have that fight in the teleportation room. My idea for the teleportation room is a circle with bookshelves on the walls that are, you know, in like a cylinder. Think like a silo. And I think they slide to block off doors where they have antechambers to take things that have been teleported in or prisons or holding rooms they need to question or maybe even summoning rooms that could work too um but they're gonna be fighting in this main room against six gargoyles sounds good so i don't know i don't know exactly how 
the combat's going to go. I do want some of the gargoyles to have magic, so they know the magic happens even with monsters now. It just becomes a side feature because they would they would still have their court powers. So that should be pretty fun. So that's my idea on how I want to handle the inside of the spire. The next question is, how do I make them either get out of the tower and do the travel back? Um, Iris came in through another teleportation circle that's out in the mountains. Maybe we can use that somehow as a way that they escape, like they escape the spire or leave the spire or sneak out. Because I think I think this is going to be assaulted by like just... 50, 60, 100 gargoyles just bombing this place and coming in and attacking and blowing through these metal screen windows. And I think the defense of the whirlwind, when it's all the way down, they throw out large ball bearings in it, and the magic of the wind keeps it going around. And since they're monks, they can deflect and use those to fight and attack the gargoyles. I think that'd be kind of cool, almost like almost like it was a maelstrom and you drop the bearings out in it. I think this, that's going to be a really good visual. I think I'm going to go with that. Now, Now, how to get them out of the place. Getting out, you got to figure if you have this kind of a system and you kept it running, you'd have an escape route at worst case scenario. So I'm thinking underground, kind of like a a pipe system. You know how the you know how there's those those like hanging uh, zip lines. I think like that, but it's a metal pipe with a handle piece you put your hand in and hold on to, and then winds shoot you underneath the city and out into like old tunnels. I like to relate everything to history, so I think I'm going to do something with. The idea of the, the third sibling being put out here. So I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I'm going to have a story element into it to where it's about this place is built between the first, the second, and the third sibling that built this monastery. Now they take in the third siblings from the courts. So if it shoots them out and they're going to escape, um, this is a high magic campaign. They're third level going into fourth. I think I need to hand out some magical items. I think whatever weapon is most dominant by the monks, I'm going to give out plus ones for that. And then if they can open the lockbox that's in like a, almost like a prep room to escape, there'll be like rations and food and stuff like that. I might have some other magical items in there. Don't know if I'll randomly roll those. Maybe. I don't know. I'll have to come up with something for it. But what do I do with them from there? Like if they're going to trek all the way back from the northern part of the mountain range south, and I'm assuming roughly I think I said that the... The top, the north to south of this is going to be like traveling from Canada to Mexico. So that's probably going to be like 30 days to 50 days by foot. So this is halfway. So let's say 20, give or take. So they can make the walk back. By then the courts would be under attack. All this stuff would be going bad. And that would be their choice. So if they do it, I think I'll set up a timeline piece that if they do end up going the old school route and traveling back by foot, um, I'll have some things happen that wouldn't have happened if they find a way to teleport back. Because I think everything, like all knowledge and all magic, kind of makes things move quicker than normal. Long-term plotted things are really deep, like almost to a point to where people don't see it. That's the idea of the secret game for the courts. But the idea of them having to travel and bad stuff happen because of it, and then they're, they're traveling to flensing fields, that could be kind of cool. If, if Kelly's character, Iris, is willing to give up that she is court of bone, because they still don't know, but knowing her, she might not. She might not give up her identity. We'll see how that goes. But she at least knows another teleportation circle and how to use it. So I'm going to have to figure out why that teleportation circle exists. I don't know. Maybe Kelly will have something more playing. If not, I'll come up with something on the fly. Ideas could be like it was an old castle or maybe it's an old... Um, maybe it was an old 
way to move armies to the north or how the people from Talon's Rise travel back and forth, but I'll come up with something for it. Um, I also want to show the first big creature. I think the uh, creature is going to be a bunch of faces on like a, a large or maybe huge construct. Everyone keeps thinking there's a giant roaming about and doing stuff. I want them to get the idea that maybe this is the creature that's doing all the stone shaping and like pushing people in the walls and, and setting up that kind of stuff. So when we get to the teleportation site, I want to set up another one of those scenes similar to Talon's Rise where it's like the smeared stone, almost like someone was plastering over old masonry work and like fixing it. But instead of it being new mortar or mud, it's just the stone with finger marks kind of wiped across like clay but dried. And I think I'm going to have it be like a bunch of faces that it's watching, so it'll have advantage on seeing for stealth purposes. The passive stealth, by the way, has been working really well. And then on top of that, I want to be able to do a... Um, uh, I want to have some powers. It will have some of the stone shaping powers. But I want to have something else. I think it's going to have a bunch of breath weapons out of these faces. So I don't know if the face is going to be attached to it or swirling around it. But I'm definitely going to give it a breath weapon because I love that and it's magic. And I'm going to give it a few spells as well. I think it's going to be a spell per face. Ooh, what if those faces are people who have been turned to stone that is now using a spell like power from them? That's a good idea. It's almost kind of how beholders work, but not quite. I'm going to have to play with that. I think that's going to be the creature they're going to fight. So yeah, that, okay, that's the general idea I have for it. So what did this take me? four five nine and a half minutes to come up with today's session okay i think i got this um how i want to find some maps in my map uh, library use those and then i gotta set up my camera for todd since he's playing remotely so i'm gonna get all that stuff set up here let me see what i can come up with. i have a couple other things i want to put into notes here okay so i sat down for about a half hour here the get the group should be here in the next like 10 minutes um, I'm, I'm not even at home. I'm actually brought my recording equipment with me, and I'm doing this in my car. Um, so I'm going to. I got some maps ready. I have some, I know some things are at home that I have. I'm going to read over combat rules for travel, and then. I think I'm ready for this. I think this is going to go pretty smooth today. Hopefully, we have the full party today because we've been kind of piecemeal after the first of the year, people being sick and stuff. So hopefully, we get a, a full group today. Um, I think Ian said he's not going to be able to make it looking at Discord now. So, okay, uh, I'll have to figure a way to keep the Druid in check. So considering the fact that they've both been stealthing the whole time, that's going to be a new problem. I'll have to talk to him privately. The one thing I've been trying to do with my groups now is if people miss giving them like a little write-up takes me like 10 minutes of what happened and kind of what is your character doing during it. Consider the fact that he can shapeshift as a Druid, which again, if I have said this, fucking Druids are awesome in 5e. Um, he can shapeshift, and he has a spell that gives him a plus 10 to stealth. He could kind of follow and stalk them. The only place I think it would be a problem is them actually leaving the abbey through the wind tunnels. So that part might be difficult. Maybe I'll have something relating back to the planes for him. Oh, well, I can't say it here, but I definitely can do something for him to where he understands what is going on from the outsider's perspective, kind of like literally outside the snow globe during the assault. Okay, I got him worked in. All right, well, I think that's everything. I've got my notes gathered. I'm home. Um, I'm going to upload all these things here and uh, get them ready for Monday. 
And then I'll record my post show here and give you guys kind of how actually everything went.